I deal with clients every day. I deal with situations every day. I see these appraisals coming back. So I'm giving you my opinion based on what I see as the principal broker of TCG. And I see all escalations. I see everything because I try to help my agents through their escalations. Um, you know, so where do I see interest rates going? I don't think that we're done with the rate increase. I dislike saying this because people don't want to hear that. They want to hear, yeah. oh, they didn't raise the rates. So just kicking the can doesn't solve so the problem. So is it going to continue uh, going upwards this year or do you feel like it's going to bleed into the next year as well? I just believe towards the fall. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about. Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit All right, this is Real Talk with Carmen Costa. Um, today, uh, we are going to speak about, um, no, first and foremost, I do have to go through what my morning was this morning. <laughs> I know, I, you, I knew, you you knew I, was, I have to you talk have about to it. You have to say it, yeah. So this morning, I woke up nice, bright, and early. Everybody knows I get up early. Um, anyways, I took my dog out. My dog ran out, came back right away, got sprayed by a skunk, right? So oh. my house was in mad chaos. Um, I realized, That's a though, good morning right there. <laughs> I realized this morning, I, so if I seem a little flustered, it's because of dealing with that early in the morning. But I do realize that um, when I panic, I scream Zervain, so senior. <laughs> so he saved the day. So, you know, shout out to Zervain for saving the day, being the best uh, of the best um, when it came to that. Uh, anyways, Mandel Reeks. Uh, I'm walking everywhere saying, do uh, I stink? <laughs> it's it's a good thing that this isn't smell-o-vision. Right? No, no, you're okay. You you're good. You're good. <laughs> I had to. I had to. <laughs> Anyways, uh, a lot of eventful things have happened since the last time we recorded. Um, lots of questions. So this segment, uh, I've actually started writing down questions that clients, when they called in, because you were talking about this, you were like, yeah. Harm, make sure you have things prepared to talk about. How do you answer your clients? Um, you know, and, and everybody's like, oh, yay, March 8th. They didn't raise the rates. Woo! Right? They stayed. Okay. So yeah. kicking the can down the street, that's pretty much what I think is happening over sheer panic, right? So people don't want to panic that it's continuously going up. Where do I see rates heading? Uh, this week, we actually had a couple of lenders uh, drop their rates. Yeah. Isn't that shocking? It is. So a couple of lenders dropped uh, their rates. I don't see that happening. It's too early in the year for that to happen. I just want to make a note though, because you we posted something yesterday uh, about history repeating itself. And we had a whole bunch of people reach out to me, which yeah. was awesome. That video was amazing. And I want to go through something. Um, I wanted to make sure I mentioned it. Uh, everything I say is solely on what I believe is going to happen. It's not actually the truth, right? It's predictions, right? We're all yeah. predicting what's going to happen. So this is solely my opinion. Everybody has a right to an opinion. Uh, you're more than welcome to comment. Negative comments, I'm going to be honest with you, kind of get deleted. I'm just letting you know. Because <laughs> this isn't like... This isn't set in stone. You're, I'm solely given my opinion. I always get this though, and I and I find it funny. People will do this. Well, where's your proof? I'm like, usually I go back to the history and see what history does. But I find it funny, and I find it so controversial when people start, you know, posting stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. The one thing we were at lunch uh, with the kids on Tuesday, March break. And Alana took my phone. Uh, she's my 16 year old uh, stepdaughter. She was reading the one video we posted. And she's like, these people are hilarious. This doesn't bother you. And I'm like, absolutely not. Because some people comment on these posts and they have zero clue of what's happening. And they're like not even in touch with reality, right? I just want to make a note. I see this every day. 
I deal with clients every day. I deal with situations every day. I see these appraisals coming back. So I'm giving you my opinion based on what I see as the principal broker of TCG. And I see all escalations. I see everything because I try to help my agents through their escalations. Um, you know, so where do I see interest rates going? I don't think that we're done with the rate increase. I dislike saying this because people don't want to hear that. They want to hear, yeah. oh, they didn't raise the rates. So just kicking the can doesn't solve so the problem. So is it going to continue uh, going upwards this year or do you feel like it's going to bleed into the next year as well? I just believe towards the fall, right? So I do believe there's going to be a couple of more rate rate hikes. I do believe that. Uh, delaying a rate hike doesn't make it stop. So, you know, the March 9th was the, uh, March 8th was the rain announcement. Literally a month later, April 12th, I don't see it staying, you know, at where it's at. I do believe they're going to increase it. So, you know, which in turn, you know, you got to keep an eye on the bond market that di dictates where the mortgage rates are heading. A lot of people, you know, are telling me, no, I see rates coming down. I've seen videos saying rates are coming down. I don't see that, right? And there's a lot in happening in the U.S. that, you know, will bleed into Canada, right? And people don't think that one has nothing to do with the other. I believe wholeheartedly, you know, if you're talking about rates going up, I, I do see it. I think a lot of people, and this is my opinion as well, I think a lot of people out there, they, they're headline readers. And, you know, when it comes to media or information in general, I think, you know, there's always the doom and gloom. There's always the opinionated part. And, you know, people like to uh, to grab and gravitate onto, you know, what's the bad thing that's coming and, and all of this. Right. And, and I think, and then that creates a wave. It does. You know, and sometimes, right. you know, we're not really headed in a certain way, but because of all of the news and all of the fuss and all of right. the, all of this, these opinions floating around, people just kind of help that wave keep going, right? I like the fact that you are basing yourself not so much on the headlines, but more, more so on the experience of the day-to-day -day that you go through. And that, that's, I think, more, more important. Well, that's, and I look at history as well. Like, I do look at history and see what happened, you know, in the past. Um, you know, I, I do see that. You know, a lot of people have called, uh, so that was one of the questions, where are interest rates heading? Are they coming down now? I do not see that. I do see in the fall time, we'll start to see that. Um, just because they put a pause on prime rate going up or the Bank of Canada rate going up, essentially that does not, like it's, it's inevitable that it's gonna, the next announcement, it will go up. I do believe, I'd be shocked if they didn't increase it. The next question I get all the time is, oh my gosh, I'm coming up for renewal. What term should I go with, right? I'm gonna be honest with you. What I've seen lately, um, a lot of people are, you know, saying go three years or two years or three year term. And you know what? That's that's great. Uh, I would say whatever works once your, you know, mortgage broker or whoever you're seeing bank rep is looking at your pro, uh, your portfolio. What do they suggest? What is the best suited product for you? Right? These are things that you need to look at. I always worry, like when people are like giving their opinion. Here's the truth. And I'm going to throw this out there and oh, I'm not boy. knocking any, anybody out there. You know, a lot of these mortgage brokers were saying do variable, right? That was the thing to do. What was it? Two, three years ago, do variable, do variable, do like, sorry, when the rates were 1.5 yep. around that time, it would have been about, sorry, four or five years ago, do the variable. And I'm like 1.3 or 1.4% that you have that you can lock in on a five year. Why would you do variable? Right? Like, I don't know. I would have locked it in on a five year term, but it depends on 
the person's situation. Yeah. Right? So taking somebody's opinion is exactly that. It's a perspective and opinion. We're living the everyday life um, when it comes to mortgages now. One thing I can tell you, and I'm not even joking about this, and it's kind of getting scary, is trying to qualify people. It's probably one of the hardest things I've got, like I'm doing right now, uh, and my agents as well. I hate sounding like the, or dislike sounding like um, doom and gloom. But I'm going to be honest with you. You asked me, I had over, you know, 15 files last week. I could only qualify that, like, like maybe five of them. Mm. So it's getting harder to qualify people because the stress test is so high. And, and it's kind of, you know, it's something that we need to, to be aware of. So, you know, when we look at when a client comes to me and says, well, what's the best, um, you know, what term should I go with? I usually base it on their portfolio right? And see what's suited for them. Do you remember what's the best five-year fixed? Everybody has to say that. What's the best five-year fixed, right? Maybe that's not your question. Your question would be, could I even qualify? The one thing that, you know, everybody knows about the Silicon Valley, you know, bankruptcy. The bank situation, yeah. Right? Okay. So everybody's like, well, does that affect us? That should be an indication of what's to come. So I wanted, I wanted to bring something up, Jamie, because you were with me, um, you know, you're with me through all this. You hear it all yeah. and you're like, you know, I did predict that, you know, there's going to be a lot of financial hardship coming up, right? We talked about this mm -hmm. with values of homes, which that's another question that people keep asking me. I think we're going to have issues. Like, I think, you know, there's going to be financial hardship. I don't know to what extent. Well, the banking, I don't think the banking is in a, uh, in a very solid position. I think in Canada, we're not as bad as in the States, but I... Going back to the headline readers, I think people now are going to start panicking and are going to start doing things that aren't the usual thing. Yeah. And that might create a little bit of a rift in the banking system, I think. And again, this is just me looking at the world. Yeah, but imagine. So I just I just want to throw this out there. You can't just walk into a bank and say, can I get $10,000 out? That's got to be ordered. Yeah. So imagine everybody looking at what happened and turns going, around to the and bank. going to the bank and yeah. saying, I want to take all my money out. That would be a crisis. Right. So I think, you know, not burying it. Like I think it was announced and then there wasn't really much, you know, there is, there are headlines on it. I just don't think the general population understands what's going on. Right. So yeah. including me. Um, but I do know when I look at, let's just take what I know, which is mortgages, and what do I, what have I seen in the last couple of weeks? It's it's very hard to qualify anybody. And if if there's nothing done on the rules yet, there, we're going to have problems, right? Because, you know, a lot of these houses are coming up for renewal. I can't even qualify them, let alone, uh, you know, I'm navigating through trying to get people, you know, and I'm telling people, sell your home, you know, because... I'm, I'm not going to put you in another private term. I'm not going to where like private lenders are eating up these fees or your equity with fees, right? That's yeah. not fair to the client, but yet they're selling at a decreased value, right? So they're just barely making it out, right? So my thing is, is, you know, um, I think we need to be aware of what's happening, Right. So, so your advice is it if somebody can, you know, is in a tough situation, we're talking about, you know, people that are in a, in a bit of a, a tight situation. 
if they come up for renewal and it's difficult for them, and if the option of selling the house is there with without them even losing money, let's say they break even, you think that's a better solution? A very, Rent for a couple of mm-hmm. years and then go back into the market 100% afterwards? 100% because you're eating, like it's the private lender that's making all the money. Like I'm being honest with you, it's it's difficult now. And I want to make mention, and this is going to get so much controversy. Woo. Comment but, below. Comment below. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to make mention and only because I've seen it in the last five files last week. So these private lenders that lent out money a year ago that were doing loan to values of 80, 85%, I'm so sorry for those investors. They're going to lose so much money. So if you thought you were banking on making all this money in the last four or five years, whatever they've actually made a huge losses are going to happen. So for all the private lenders, the mix that we're doing up to 80, 85%, the value's not there. I had a client buy a house for 950 last year. It's listed now for 769. Mm. And that private lender they're going to break even because I navigated it and said to the investor, like I told, you know, not naming in any of these mix, but I let him know and said, "You start rocking the boat on this, you're going to lose money." So I would just Extend what you can extend. Don't be greedy and take your your initial investment out. Because a lot of these private lenders and these investors who think they know, you know, oh, I'm going to get all my money, the value's not there. I'd be, I'd be more compassionate and I'd have empathy towards these sellers that are selling these homes and just get your initial investment out. Yeah. Whether it causes controversy or not, I'm seeing this. This is what I'm seeing. Um, and I want to make note, these are deals that I did not put together. I'm just trying to fix it. And I'm not getting paid on any of this, right? I'm literally solely just trying to help people navigate through this, right? So my initial advice was do not buy this home a year ago. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. And if you're buying, going into a private, I've got a serious issue with that, right? We don't, we don't endorse that, right? And now it's all damage control because that initial client came back saying, okay, I need the help. Like I do need the help and I need somebody with, you know, honesty that can help me navigate through this. Which, you know what, by far, I know I beat a lot of people when it comes to honesty, ethics, values. That's me. I try to literally help people navigate through this. But the instant the investor or that Mick start to get greedy, this isn't the time to be greedy. You'll lose. You'll lose. So you try to take them to court or you're going to take them to court. These people are on the brink of going bankrupt. They don't care. So you might as well work with them and try to help them navigate through this. Right. And it's, it's fascinating to watch people try to get this astronomical fee when they're paying out these privates. And it's like, you're not going to get the money. So as much as you try to add 13, 14, 17,000, you're a joke. That time of making the money and banking the money three years ago isn't today. So it's better to help and assist and navigate with that seller versus screwing them and trying to get all the money possible. You've made your bank. It's time to move on. And it's time to, you know, you want to get your initial investment out, get it out. Because I'm telling you right now, a lot of these private investors are going to lose. Whoever has money out and has lent out loan to values, and I'm sorry for all the private investors out there that are watching this, that are going to make all the comments possible. We'll see. Because I'm seeing it now. And it's sad. Like as much as I, you know, and I remember telling, you can ask most of my private investors, I told them, hold off. We're not doing anything for the next couple of years. Hold off. Right? Hold your money. What did I tell you? Yeah. Wait, patience, patience, wait, because every, it wasn't sustainable. The values, like the values coming in and people are like, well, no, it's fine. And it's funny because I watched 
a listing and buddy's like sold over 200,000. I'm like, mm. we're not there. No, I no, think we're there, not there. there um, there's a lot of uh, agents out there just putting the value of the homes now very low. Oh, yeah. So then it continues to seem like they're, oh, overpriced. It's not overpriced. It's not. I'll tell you. So here's the next question that I got. Um, how am I seeing house values this year? Like, what what am I seeing? I'll give you a prime example. Like I said, that one uh, person bought for, you know, 960. Now it's valued not even a year, 710. Another, um, you know, uh, buyer who was trying to refinance his home bought for 650, 510 is the value. And here's the best part. Like, I just want to educate um, anybody that's, you know, uh, looking to refinance their home. When those values come back, it's not our fault as the mortgage broker, it's really not because I've, I've told most of my clients that were buying, just hold off. Don't buy, you know, right away. I wasn't, you know, last year was such an uncertain year. Remember I told you that mm -hmm. we sat down and I said, that was my advice. Do not buy, like don't buy whatsoever. It's not the time to buy. I've said this to many people and a lot of people can attest to this. And I've, I've not processed deals saying, you know what, maybe just hold off for a year or two. Let's see where the market's heading. But a lot of the people that bought a year ago to, and the shift was quick. Like it was quick where yeah. values just dropped. It was like a month, not it was even. Not even. And that's why I'm saying to you, like, it's hard because you have clients come back getting mad at you. Like it's your fault. Well, why is my value? Oh, and they're giving you, oh, well, I can go, go over there and get a higher value. No, you're paying for another appraisal that's just going to do the same. So don't waste your money. This yeah. is the market we're in and people need to understand this and comprehend that we're here now. We've arrived, right? So and is it going to get worse? Probably. I don't know, right? I don't think it's going to get better. I don't think those values are going to skyrocket up again. I don't see that happening in the near future. Um, you know, and the next question I get all the time, when should I buy? When should, when should I, I buy? sell? <laughs> right? And I'm going to tell you what I told uh, a client two days ago who asked me, you know, when should I buy? You know, I'll be honest with you. I would say the fall time, you know, I feel the fall is, I feel fall and I'm, I'm, you know, there's a lot of things I've been looking at. I can go through all that data, but I honestly believe the fall time is probably the best time, you know, to start looking to buy. But here's the thing. That's just my opinion. doesn't really matter. But when Your you say situation that, situation is, let me just interrupt you for a second. When you say in the fall, you should buy in the fall. Who are the people that you're advising to buy in the fall? I don't know. First time home buyers, like, really? you know. Yeah, for first time home buyers, like if we don't know, here's the truth. And I'm this is the reason why I say that. You don't even know what's going on in the market right now. Like rates just like the first time it didn't didn't increase. Do you know? Are you certain about what's going on in the market? I don't think anybody is at this but you, point. You're in a position you want to buy, right? Eventually. Okay. So here's my question to you. Would you buy today? Right now? No. Not why? Now. But why? Because I still feel like um, the market is unstable. I still feel like the market values are, are too high and the interest rates aren't there also. So, you know, I, I, I'm not in a rush, so I can, I can hold off. That's my opinion, though. Okay, but so that's what I'm saying. Would you make the biggest purchase in an uncertain time? I don't think it's a good idea. That's what I'm saying. So to me, I would, I would honestly, if, if I was considering, I would look in the fall time. I'm just saying this is my opinion. It doesn't mean I have a crystal ball. It doesn't mean any of that, right? None of it. It doesn't mean any of it. What I'm saying to you is, would this be the time to purchase something big? I would want to preserve my money. I don't know what's going on in the markets. I know that when I walk through Fortino's, there's prices that are 
like crazy. Oof. They're going up, guys. Like, so do I want to make the biggest purchase and put myself in a bad predicament? Like, do I want to do that right now? Right? So I'm going to kick the can all the way to the fall. I'm going to feel like, you know what? We'll reassess this in the fall. That's me personally. What I'm saying to other individuals is if you have to buy or sell or do whatever, then do it when you have to do it. Right? Like it's, it's really, you don't have a choice, but if you do have a choice, then do so. Right? Like, like that's, that's just my opinion. That's why I'm saying to you, when people ask me, I'm like, I can't really answer that question for you. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't really know. Right? But what I do know, whatever suited for you, then you do you and your, for you and your family. Right? So I hate like getting that question because it's like, I don't, I don't know, man, do you want to like, there's a lot of renewals coming up and I get that, you know, oh, should I lock into a one year or two year or three year? I'm going to look at your portfolio and I'm going to indicate that, or I'm going to think that the rates aren't done going up. So, you know, would I do a one year? I, I don't know. Do you think everything will be fixed in a year? No. Do you think two years? No. I guess three years probably, right? So, you know, yeah, okay. I, I'd probably look at a three-year term. But the truth is, you know, you have to look at your portfolio and assess your situation to make that decision. It's not based on what that individual thinks is best for you, right? Like, I honestly believe it's up to the client to make that choice, right? I know that, like, I just feel like when people are like, no, this is, and I watch videos, the best time is a variable rate today. And I'm like, like, how do you know? Like, how do you know? Right? Like, and so that's why for me, it's, it always depends on the client's portfolio. That's how I see it. That makes total sense. I mean, everybody's got a different, you know, people have different savings. Uh, they're at a different point in their uh, mortgage life. You know, it's it's not the same for everybody. You know, I might really just owe 20% of my home now and I'm, I'm stable in my, my life. And it, that's a different situation from someone that still owes 70% of the house and is not in a stable condition, or right? Or 110% uh, because okay. the value is not there. I'm just kidding. Well, no. no, but seriously. You're kidding, I just, but you're not. I'm not because you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I think that I just think that when I'm seeing these files come to me and I'm getting a lot more 911s, it's harder to get these deals done. That tells you something, Jamie. No, and one of the things I hear a lot is um, people who have been, who invested in uh, pre-construction uh, properties just before everything went down, and I, f I honestly feel really bad for those people because I just don't understand how they can turn it around at this point. I mean, you're probably you, the home value now is decreased about two hundred thousand on that home. So that let me ask you something, oof. Jamie. I just want to throw this out there. Do you remember at the property show? Mm -hmm. when guy like the guy was saying i don't i can't even remember what his name was but he was saying that the values uh for um pre-construction they're never gonna go down and i've been doing i've been trying to get too qualified and and the value's just not there it's yeah. not and so do you remember do? though do i you remember 100%. that and buddy was like i was like pre-construction like i i'd be i'd be worried right um but it's and that's what i mean like i had a guy approach me he's like well where's your information coming from and I'm like, it's just common sense, right? Like the values are not there because there was such a high demand in purchasing homes that was dictating the value of the home. If 20 people went to the house and they're like, oh, I'll pay 300 more, 400 more because the interest rates were cheaper. There was a demand to buy. But that's what I'm saying to you. You know, now look at it where these pre-construction, they're all coming up right now. And there's a lot of, um, I was just, 
I saw a couple of TikToks the other day, um, people, some agents saying that, you know, oh, there's still a lot of buyers out there. You know, there was a home that was for sale. We still had 15 offers on the table but and all of that. But do you believe that? It's not, I don't think, I can believe that. Oh, but because I, you're saying because the value is put really low. That, and I think that we're going to see from now on, I think we're going to see offers on the table, but not from the same type of people that we used to have before. I think now it's investors. It's investors. It's pe- I think there are people yeah, that are trying that to, makes sense. to catch the wave now of yeah, investments. Yeah. It's not the time now. Though. But it's, I think it's a little bit too I told early. You, remember I told you yeah. the fall. It's going to be the fall. I feel like the fall, there's going to be a lot going on. So I feel the fall, the values are going to drop significantly. You know, and it, listen, this is just prediction, right? So let's see in the fall time if I'm right or I'm wrong. I'm not here to get controversy back and forth. Yeah. This is just my sole opinion, right, on this whole matter. But you brought something up good. You were talking about TikTok. And I ran across a video, which was very interesting to me. Thank you for bringing up TikTok. <laughs> um, but, and I had that in my notes. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, but I had a guy, there was a mortgage broker who was talking about if you put less money down, your interest rate will be lower. Right. I don't know if you saw it. I'm not naming any names because I don't want to call out people. But he's like, if you put less money down, you know, and it's insured, meaning that you pay CMHC or Sagan, which is, you know, in Canada guarantee, you pay their insurance. The interest rate is lower. Right. And that's true. It is true. But you're paying insurance. So you got to pay the insurance to get a lower rate. So that's called an insured rate. So you get a lower rate. It's called insured rate. Then you got the conventional rate, which is 20% down is uninsured rate, right? So, and then there's uninsurable. There's a whole bunch of, you know, and that's why when you see these advertised rates, lowest rate possible, you need to understand that if you're putting less money down, like insured rate, you're going to get a lower rate, right? So the video was interesting because it kind of snagged me and I'm like, what? I'm like, this guy's talking about insured rate, but the way he positioned it was the less money you put down, the lower, but you have to look at the insurance you're paying. And I think that's where people have to be careful because if you, a mortgage broker, kind of like questioned it. Oh, I did right away. Imagine what just someone like myself that doesn't understand much about it. Well, Well, I had somebody send me the video Uh and I said, well, yeah, you, if you put 10% down, this is how much you're going to pay in a premium, which is the savings of that interest rate, essentially. So I'm like, but here's the thing, you know, when we get all these lowest rates and cheapest rates and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's because of the insured, insurable, uninsurable. So these are the things that you need to understand as a buyer buying, you know, a home and looking at interest rates. That's why I always tell clients when they come to me, they're like, oh, I got this rate. Um, and I'm like, so are you putting, and I know you're refinancing when you're refinancing, it's, it's not an insured rate because you're doing 80% loan to value. Right. So it's not, so you can't get that rate. Right. So, and explaining that to clients, you know, going through that. It's, it's, it's important to understand. But I, I found that interesting when I saw that TikTok. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's quite misleading. However, that snaked people because my client sent it to me right away saying, is this true? Can I do this? And I'm like, of course, but you're going to pay an insurance premium, which I calculated and let them know, um, which is essentially the savings on that interest rate. Yeah, so we got to read the fine print, people. You do have to read the fine print. And, you know, and it's always those, you know, uh, lowest rates. Like, here's your cheapest rate. I'm not naming any of the companies. But some people will, like some of these these brokerages that sell just on rate, um, you got to be careful. You do have to read the fine print because there's, there's a lot of stuff to that. We've talked about this before. So something to consider. But besides that, you know, those were the questions that I got. I will continue to write down questions. I will continue to do all of that. The one thing I wanted to bring forth, a um, lot of changes in the brokerage. Um, amazing changes. I'm so excited. 
Um, I always say, uh, I'll be quite honest with you. I always say that you, when you hit a different time in, you know, in your life, um, and you think it's catastrophe, you're like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Usually it's the bad energy being removed, if that makes sense to you. Right. So you know how you're like, it seems like your life's being chaotic and you're like, things are being shifted out. Right. Cause mm -hmm. you, you've asked the universe, you know, things that don't serve a purpose that don't belong that don't, that are not good for my highest good, please remove. Uh, and then it happens. Right. And it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So sometimes I get annoyed and I don't know if you're like this. And I wanted to just bring this forth because this week, a couple of weeks ago, a lot of transitions happening, but it happened because I took power back and I was like, you know what, this is what's going to happen. You know, and it's the first time in my whole career that I've exited people out of the brokerage. I've never done that, right? Because I've always been the type of person that's like, I want to make things work. I want to, you know, and you know me, I'm yep. like, I, this is going to get better. It's going to get better. But the truth is sometimes, sometimes it's up to us to make that choice. And we need to learn that lesson that sometimes things don't serve your highest good. So you have to get rid of it. You have to, right? And I have to say that it was weird because the instant that it, you know, I said it, it was said, it was done thing. I got Relief. off the phone. Oh my God, Jamie. It was the like weirdest. the weight out of your back, right? It was the <laughs> weirdest thing. The headache that I was constantly getting, the backache, um, the neck pain, um, you know, just, just like your body. And I, I'm not even kidding with you. It was like a weight off my shoulders. And then all of a sudden opportunities were coming and it's like this person, that person. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I was doing it to myself because I thought that it was good, but it was never, it was never good because yeah. we don't know what people are doing behind our backs, right? Yeah. We don't know. And the truth is sometimes individuals are just not happy individuals and we are not there to make them happy. They have to internally be happy, but there's always individuals, mark my words, that it doesn't matter what you do. They will continuously be unhappy. They will continuously find a problem. They will continuously, you know, sabotage, self-sabotage is the word. Yeah. Right. So, and I'm not here anymore to be a saving grace for people. I'm here to serve a purpose. I'm here to provide the best possible, you know, opportunities for my agents to be the number one they could be. And the and environment. Be, and yeah. the environment. I built that environment and I allowed my environment to be poisoned and sometimes that's our lesson. Yeah. So when it got removed, I can't believe the ideas flowed, the situations, the atmosphere, the frequency, everything just shit. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm you can breathe shifted. again, right? Yeah. And it's like, it was probably one of the best things in my whole life. Um, and it was just probably the hardest lesson I've had. Right. So, but my thing is, um, you know, I'm, I'm that person though. I'm an empath. I try to fix people. Yeah. And I don't think this is sometimes the next part of my life. Don't want to be fixed. No. And I yeah. believe that when somebody is miserable, they will continue con continuously be miserable. It don't matter if they are. It don't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter if they're here at a, at somewhere else. And people are like, you know, the grass is greener. The grass is green where you water it. So if you are internally a miserable human being, everything around you will collapse at all times. So when you think this, why is this happening to me? Oh my God, nothing works in my favor. Look internally because internally you are the problem. And I swear I'm saying this because I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it every day. I watch it every day and I'm like, I can't believe it. And when I was like, why am I getting these headaches? Why is my back hurting? The instant that that happened, Jamie, I swear 
And I say this to people all the time. I'm like, you got to you gotta take the bad energy away from you, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it's right in front of me. And yeah. the instant that it happened, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm not even kidding you. Um, the two girls were like, oh, Carmen's back. Yeah. Right. So they knew. And I'm like, but if you knew, they're like, well, we don't we know that you you try to help people. We get that. But the truth is, I'm a very different leader in this mortgage industry. I am an extremely different leader. I am here to ensure that my agents are successful. I believe I put the best, you know, environment for my agents to be number one. I believe this. Yeah. I hope I believe there will be a time. Where, you know, because I, I had it where people said to me, oh, well, you're a lone wolf, but, you know, what you do doesn't really help. I believe wholeheartedly that environment is key and important. And if agents don't see it and they're blinded the way I was blinded with these individuals, um, they're going to eventually see it. Eventually, whatever chaos is happening out in society, because there's a whole shitload of chaos happening out yeah. there right now. Like, I mean, holy so you mention God in schools or you mention God anywhere in public. It's it's blasphemy, which is shocking yeah. because you start watching and I didn't see any of it. Thank the good Lord. I'm very isolated. You start watching these events and there's devil worshipers, all this stuff, and nobody says anything. Yeah. It's okay. I'm like, how is this okay? It's weird to see how society has kind oh of Oh my gosh. Um, Crazy. The way that they view things. I know. And I'm like... Wow, like, and putting God it's back okay. in schools is bad. Like, that's crazy. To me, that's just, that shows you where society, just crazy. So, but I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a time where the positive, everything I've done here, every hard, you know, the struggles I've been through, everything, people will see what I'm, what I'm about. They will see what the vision is and they will, they will stick to the vision because I'm telling you right now, environment is everything. Environment is everything. Yeah, and if absolutely. you don't see that, it's shocking because I just went through it um, for a long time. I was in, I was, I was not well, you know, I, and I mean like just headaches, just constant headaches. And I'm like, why do I have constant headaches? What's going on? And it's honestly, when you remove negative energy or you remove, because we never know what people are saying about us, right? We mm -hmm. think, I would think, okay, Jamie has my back. I have your back. That's good. I have your back. Yeah, I know. You better. I'm kidding. <laughs> But all I'm saying is, um, would you wash my dog? Because my dog stinks. No. Um, yeah, I would get, you know, we have to get him some tomato sauce. And we already I, did that. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, Jamie, like environment is everything. So, you know, if you're a mortgage broker agent out there, if you're any, like anybody employed in an environment that doesn't work for you, there's other options, right? Yeah, there and there, there really is. And honestly, I'm, I built this environment because I was always in crappy environments, right? When mm. I came into this, this broker side, it was crappy environments and you can, you know, I always see that a lot of these broker houses are like positivity. They're trying to mirror whatever. The truth is always told. So, yeah. you know, find your home, find your protection. I always say, you know, I, I always say find your home and you know, your protection when it comes to employment. Right. And it's hard. And you know it, Jamie, you've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah, I've, and even in here with you, I've, you know, we've known each other now for quite a few years and I've, I've been witness to you're the still annoying. I'm, I'm still annoying. <laughs> 
We, I, I've witnessed the the growth. You know, I've I've always felt like it was a positive place to be, even when you know the smaller office where yeah, everybody yeah. was on it's top of each other. But it was still such a a family feeling in there, and you continue that no matter how many more agents you have. And what I'm loving to see is like there's always an extra little thing you add on. You add on because you're learning as you go as 100%. well. Like every human being, we always learn. And what I love about you is that you apply your lessons to your agents and, and they're your family and you see them as that and you try to help them not have to go through that hardship because 1, you've gone through it yeah. and let's do this together. And that's that's what I've been witnessing and, and I'm loving the energy. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, we continuously do that. I always put whatever I go through is told to my agents. Yeah. Not for nothing. I tell my agents, apps very transparent with my agents. Um, you know, I, I feel good about where we're at today. I feel amazing um honestly like a weight has been lifted off i honestly feel great so you know cheers to that cheers to that cheers big ears <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh i'm gonna sign off now i do want to say uh don't forget to like subscribe hit the bell notification um you know visit our youtube channel uh that's where all our videos are being dropped yeah um yeah i'm and just spotify. gonna say spotify as well and starting this week we're gonna start uh adding the video onto spotify as well nice yeah so this is something that spotify just uh, not not just came out with but uh recently came out with so we have the ability now to put the youtube uh the nice. youtube no, the video onto spotify so people if uh if you use spotify at home on your tv or whatever you can actually uh watch the video that's well. amazing yeah so and yeah so for all my agents out there that have always supported me uh true like honestly just true followers thank you so much for always believing in me uh and the vision that we have May have lost sight sometimes about it, um, you know, with everything going on. But uh, I think it's just going to be amazing now. So for everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, comment below, DM me if you have any questions. All right. Peace. Okay. Okay. I like those notes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you keep the skunk? Like a new pet? No. Cool. No. So bad. So stinky. So bad. <laughs> well, you got right in the face right now. <laughs> well, no, as soon as he came in, I've never, like, mornings are not, I don't usually I drink water and that's it. Yeah. But same. I let him out and I saw him bolt and then he bolted right back to the door. And he's Better like, believe it. So I opened the door and it's, uh, I was like way too early in the That was not a Pepe Le Pew. Yo, I need your fashion sense. Even my fashion sense? You want my fashion sense? Oh, it looks amazing. Or oh. Can you just tell me <laughs> this way or this way? Does this just make me look like I'm sick? Does that, does that look all right or do I unbutton it? God, you know what? Why do I even ask you? Stop oh, yeah, taking okay, pictures of me. <laughs> I refuse to let you take pictures of me. Jeez, I'm wearing my... my That's the most important part is if I'm in the shot. Support you. <laughs> Do I smell like skunk? <laughs> this is smell-o-vision, straight from. <laughs> oh God, it was horrible. What kind of cologne do you have on? <laughs> you kind of smell a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, do I smell? You're like, get away from me. <laughs> this is the new perfume from France. <laughs> Excusez-moi. <laughs>
corner where the big boys play. 